Welcome to the Professional DNA Podcast. Hi, my name is Tarika Wheeler, your career and work-life strategist, project management leader, speaker, and the founder and CEO of T. Wheeler Strategic Solutions, a career development and consulting company. It is my mission to help high-achieving professionals just like you discover their defined natural abilities to succeed, navigate the workplace, make more money, and do so without sacrificing your work-life harmony. Here's the thing. Each week, we will have real conversations, and I'm going to share practical strategies that you could use to help level up in your career, no matter where you are in your professional journey. So let's get this thing started so you can use what you got to get what you want. And what are you going to use? Your professional DNA, your defined natural abilities to succeed. You guys ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Professional DNA Podcast. So glad you are here. And today I am talking to all of my remote workers. That's right. You are working from home. You are working from a shared workspace or, you know, some people say I can work from anywhere, but we're talking about remote work today and specifically how you can thrive and advance in a remote working environment. Here's the thing, working from home has so many benefits. I work from home. I can work from anywhere, if you will, right? I am a remote worker. (laughs) If you're a remote worker, raise your hand, shouting you out. The percentage of remote workers honestly keeps increasing year over year, especially after the pandemic. Companies and organizations are realizing the cost savings that are there, and employees are realizing that they can choose. They can choose and really look for companies and organizations that are willing to be flexible with them being in the office, out of the office, or perhaps even a hybrid situation to where you work some remote and some in office. When we talk about the benefits of remote working, there's a couple. I just want to share a few with you. Having a flexible schedule, being able to save money on things like a gas and a tire. I can tell you guys, there are some times where I might not leave my house in a week's time or, you know, several days in a row because I'm not having to commute and drive into the office. And I can't think the last time that I've been shopping just for like professional attire right? Like when I do have to go in or go to a special meeting, (laughs) it's it's a challenge because I'm trying to figure out what in the world I'm going to wear, right? So there's some cost savings there. The Telework Research Network actually reports that you could save, you know, commuters, those who were commuting, going into the office, but now they are remote workers, could save anywhere between $2,000 and $7,000 a year when they shift to remote work. That's a benefit in itself, especially in today's economic times, right? And then some would argue that working remotely actually helps you with productivity. Because of the flexible schedule, you are able to think differently and be a little bit more mindful about how you're spending your time. Your portions of your day are not taken up by the commute. I don't know about you and you know where you live and reside, but If you were a commuter and now you're a remote worker, think about the time it took you to get ready for work, commute into work, 
work for the day, and then commute back home. There are some people that are, you know, had a pretty easy commute. They maybe were doing 30, 45 minutes, but others were doing an hour, even two hours. And if you're thinking that, and you make that round trip, that's a lot of commuting. That's a lot of driving. So one of the things that I want to talk about today is if you are working remotely, if you are in a position to where you're feeling like, yes, I'm working remotely, but I kind of starting to feel stagnant. I'm kind of starting to feel like I am not growing. I am not moving. This episode is for you because I want to talk about how you can thrive and advance in your career when you are a remote worker. Grab your notebook, get the pen, get the pencil, the post-it, whatever you need, because I want to give you a few things for you to really think about and how you can continue to grow, continue to thrive, continue to advance in your career, even when you are working from home and you don't have that traditional experience where you're going into the office anymore, because so many of us are not experiencing that anymore. Or if we are, it's only, you know, one or two days a week. And you've got to really be strategic about How are you actually still going to advance? How are you going to thrive and not just survive? How are you not going to get complacent and just kind of sitting and watching your career pass you by because you've gotten this incredible amount of flexibility where now you are, you know, working from home. You guys ready to dig in? All right, let's do it. I think one of the first things you have to do is you have to create a daily routine with a designated workspace. And that doesn't mean that you can't, again, work from anywhere. Some folks like to go to a coffee shop. Some like to go to a library or a shared workspace. Perhaps you have an office that is in your home. But it's important that you have a daily routine. What time are you getting up in the morning? How are you getting your day started? How are you prepping for the workday? How are you prepping for meetings? There needs to be something that is really consistent about your schedule. And then you need to have a designated area that you are actually going to work. That is going to ensure that you are maintaining a certain level of productivity and performance because you are creating and designing an environment that is conducive for you to perform. Can you work from your bed? I can't, I'm gonna tell you right now. (laughs) It's a little hard for me. I can't really take a full day of meetings and such in my bed. My my posture and just my whole demeanor about the day will be reflective of me sitting in my bed versus me being at my desk. So when you hear, you know, the recommendations about having a a designated workspace, it's also to help with your overall attitude and behavior and posture about the day and about work and that moment in time. Okay. So that's number one, create a daily routine with a designated workspace. Number two, This one really focuses around visibility and your ability to still advance when you are working remotely. You need to establish regular check-ins or status meetings. It is so important that you keep the lines of communication open. You cannot, just because you are remote, you cannot fall back and start to lose visibility because that's going to impact your ability to advance. That's going to impact your ability to level up when you're ready because you're falling off the radar. You have to make sure that you're remaining relevant. You have to make sure that you're remaining front and center 
within your organization, within your team, within your division, with your leadership. So I want you to establish regular check-ins and status meetings. Here's the thing. If you're not in a position where you are a manager or director and you can kind of drive when those meetings are happening, make the recommendation as a team member. Make the recommendation that I'd really like to see that we're meeting you know, on a regular basis or perhaps can we do a 15-minute you know, 20-minute check-in every week or every other week. I just think that might be really helpful to make sure we're all on the same page. We've got some continuity across our team and it's really still fostering, you know, good teamwork and collaboration. That is showing why your leadership skills that you have inside, even if you might not be in a quote-unquote leadership role, but you are exhibiting leadership skills and you want leadership. You want others to see that you value the being able to connect. You value being able to have these types of conversations. And then again, it's also demonstrating your value because you're showing leadership skills. But establishing regular check-ins and status meetings are key. If you're not able to do it as a team, then definitely make sure you do it for you. You should have a regular check-in with your manager or your director or your supervisor on a recurring basis. And you kind of being proactive and going out to say, I want to be sure that we've got a regular check-in, especially because we're remote. We don't get a chance to just pop by, see each other in the office. I want to be sure that we're staying connected. I'm hoping that your manager and your director, and most will, I know I do with my team, would really appreciate that. So making sure that you're establishing regular check-ins and status meetings, okay? The next one is one that I know is a debate. I know it's a debate, but I'm going to say it anyway. I want you to utilize video and turn your cameras on as much as possible. You may say, oh, Tarika, I am in hoodies and yoga pants. I am in basketball shorts and a t-shirt. I hear you. It doesn't have to be for every meeting, but there is power in being able to just have a regular face-to-face conversation. And in being a remote worker, face-to-face might mean turn on your Zoom camera, turn on your Teams camera, whichever type of collaboration or video conferencing type platform that you're utilizing within your company. Phone calls are great. Teams chats are great. But there's something about face-to-face. I'm going to even encourage you to sign in early. (laughs) You guys are probably like, wait a minute, you are going too far. Yes, sign in early. That water cooler chat that you used to be able to have going into the office and passing each other in the hallway, we're missing out on those valuable connections and conversations. Join in early. It doesn't mean start the agenda, because let me tell you, that is one of my biggest pet peeves. If the meeting is supposed to start at one, and everybody is not there yet, especially those who are decision makers and leaders, we need to wait until they are there. Do not start having a substantive conversation at 1255. Can y'all tell that I hit a nerve? That drives me crazy. Let's wait until all the parties are there. So then you can actually have the right conversation with the right people. Does that make sense? Okay. So want to be sure that you actually are signing in early. You don't have to do it all the time, but do it sometimes so you can actually have some of those just water cooler conversations and build connections and network and keep relationships with your colleagues. All right, we're moving along, guys, because this episode is not long. It is, but it's important. 
especially for my remote workers, that you understand how you can thrive in advancing your career, even when you are not going into the office. The next one is a big one, because for me, I think one of the things that can happen when you are working remotely is that you lose this idea of boundaries and the time of day just you you get lost in it your work day could start early and end late because you don't really have to go anywhere and so I want you to avoid overworking which could lead to exhaustion and burnout and I want you to be sure that you set boundaries for yourself this is why if we go back to the very first thing I said having a daily routine is so important because You want to be in a position to where you know what time I'm starting my day, what time I'm going to take breaks, what time I'm ending my day, even if you need to take a little bit longer time with your day. It is so important that you set those boundaries for yourself. You will find yourself slipping into a 10-hour day, a 12-hour day, a 16-hour day, and next thing you know, you don't turn work off. And that's how we begin to set ourselves up for exhaustion and overwhelm, and ultimately burnout. So avoid overworking and actually set boundaries. You guys are rocking with me? (laughs) Okay, let's keep going. So this next one is really big and it goes in the advancement bucket because it's about visibility. I want you to use visuals and reports to actually articulate and communicate progress and milestones. It's one thing when you're in the office and you're able to talk about the status of a project, it might be listed on an agenda, et cetera. You also get a chance to interact and see body language, posture, all those types of things. But when you're virtual and you're looking at, you know, a list of names or you're looking at circles on a screen, we lose a bit of connectivity and there's so much power in visualization. So I really want to see that you are visualizing your metrics, visualizing your reports so that you can show the value, but you can also show the metrics and the outcomes and the results and not just coming from your words, but visually to team members and to leadership. When you're thinking about what you're actually showing or what you're sharing in these types of reports, I want you to think about what's most important. What's rewarded within the company? What are the things that they are looking for, right? I also want you to think about what tells a story. Don't just throw a whole bunch of things on a slide or into a Word document. What is telling the story? What metrics are important or data points are important for you to share? And what story is it actually telling, right? So using visuals and reports, but let's use them to articulate and communicate progress and milestones and to tell a story. You don't get to have the walk in the hallway or step in someone's office to kind of talk about that particular meeting or that project or how well this went. We are losing that. And again, there's a ton of benefits from being remote, but when you come, when it comes to advancement, we're actually losing out on very organic opportunities to do these things. So that means we have to be very strategic about how we communicate, when we communicate, and what we are communicating, okay? Last thing, but certainly not least, but last thing is I want you to be intentional. I want you to be intentional about your time, 
I want you to be intentional about the relationships that you are making sure to continue to pay special attention to and to nurture and cultivate them over time. Being intentional simply means that you are thinking specifically about when you're going to do something, how you're going to get something done, and you are positioning yourself or things around you to ensure that you are going to move forward with something. So I want you to be intentional about how you're spending your time during the day. It's not just all about getting the work done, especially when you're remote. You have to think about how you're going to continue to thrive and how you're going to continue to advance. I want you to think about the relationships. What were the relationships that you had when you were on site? What are the relationships that you need to maintain? And what are new relationships that you need to build, especially because you don't have that face time, if you will, when you are physically in the office? So be intentional about that. And the reason I say be intentional is because you could go weeks. Some people go weeks without having meetings and engaging with members on their teams. They're just doing task after task after task and getting the work done. But you are losing a valuable connectivity. You're losing a valuable source for advancement when we don't have those lines of communication open. Okay. So the bigger picture, and this is something I want you to think about before we, we close out. Yes, we are. I told you guys, we can come in, hit it and quit this topic because it, it's great. And it's, it's something that truly makes me smile. I think, you know, the pandemic has, a, has really shown a lot of us that we can work remotely. It's shown our companies that we can work remotely. But in doing so, I don't want you to lose steam. I don't want you to lose the ability to grow in advance. I need you to know your career vision. Where are you going? And perhaps you need to go back and revisit that and say, well, where's my remote career vision if that's the case? Perhaps there are some shifts because of the way your company has shifted or your field has shifted. But I want you to know your career vision. And sometimes being remote, we can create this place of contentment and complacency and we lose focus from the vision right? Because everything just feels so comfy and at home. But I want you to be relentless about not just your career vision. I want you to be relentless about the vision for your life as a whole. But I want you to be relentless about making sure that you are on the right path that you desire to achieve and that you are designing goals that are going to ultimately help you meet this career vision. Even if it has evolved because you're now working remote. Know your long-term vision. Think about where do you want to go? Or should I say, where do you want to grow? Right? We always hear people say, well, where are you now? And I do this all the time, even when I'm talking with clients and I'm doing discovery calls and, and talking with professionals and entrepreneurs about their goals and how they can achieve those goals really advance in their career and in their businesses without sacrificing work-life harmony. And I always say, where are you now, right? Where do you want to be and how can you strategically get there? But I really am starting to shift my conversations and I want you to shift your conversations and thinking as well that it's not necessarily about where are you going, but where are you growing? What are you growing into, right? And then as you're developing goals and you're working into putting action plans in place and the habits in place to support those action plans, you're constantly thinking about growth. We just talked about a growth mindset 
in the last episode. And if you missed it, go back, listen to it, tap in. You got time because this one's a little shorter. So if you missed last week, go back and you listen in because it's so important that we are constantly seeking to grow, to learn, right? To advance. And I'm not just saying advance in the sense of, of climbing the corporate ladder. I'm saying advance as a professional, advance as an individual, as a whole, okay? So I'm telling you, you can thrive. You can thrive and advance in your career as a remote worker. You can reap all the benefits, but also make sure you're being incredibly strategic and intentional when you are at home or at a shared workspace or traveling and and working from a hotel, whatever it may be. But you are really thinking about the things that we went through today. So go back, listen to them, take notes. Be sure to connect with me. Send me an email, info at yourprofessionaldna.com. Love to hear from you around this topic or any other topics that you want to tap into in you know the next few weeks or so. I will tell you, one of the things I'm super excited about is we are approaching our 80th episode. Yay, our 80th episode. I um, am totally going to be telling my age, but I was born in 1980. And so I'm really going to celebrate our 80th episode. This is episode 79. And my 80th episode is going to not be released on a Sunday. It actually will be released on my birthday, March 2nd. So March 2nd, 1980, and we are celebrating our 80th episode. Y'all get ready. It's going to be so much fun, and I can't wait to celebrate with you. You know how I feel about you. You guys have everything. You have everything inside of you to be your best and what? Say it with me. Unique self, and that's your professional DNA. Your defined natural ability to succeed. Guys, have an amazing week, and I can't wait to celebrate episode 80 with you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Professional DNA Podcast. Don't forget, guys, sharing is caring. Be sure to share this episode with a colleague, a friend, or just the random person that you see next to you after you finish listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to write a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And for more information about career strategies, resources, info about trainings, upcoming events, etc, 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 please be sure to sign up for the Achiever newsletter for high achieving professionals just like you. The link's in the show notes. Until next week, don't forget guys, you have everything inside of you to be your best and unique self. And what is that? Your professional DNA. See you later.